Our podcast is brought to you by Mouse World Travel. Imagine going on the most stress-free, well-planned Disney vacation of your life. Now imagine you didn't pay anything extra for that personalized service. That's what you'll get when you use an authorized travel planner from Mouse World Travel to book your next Disney vacation. From resorts to cruises and everything in between, they are here to help you get the most out of your next family trip. Just go to mouseworldtravel.com, fill out a short request form, and make sure you mention our code ROPEDROP so they know that we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Katie. And I'm Erin. And you're listening to Rope Drop and Park Hop. Yes, you are. Welcome back, friends. It's Here's the weather reports. They show up <laughs> this time of year. Yeah. But I feel like people like them. I think some people do. Why? Maybe, maybe some people are tired of us complaining about the winter and want us to just move and stop whining. <laughs> Katie likes it, though. <laughs> I do. Well, I like the snow. I don't like the cold, necessarily. It's hella cold I'm right wearing now. a coat right now inside. And I basically turned my seat heater on in my car. Even in the summer, I turn it do on. Do you really? Yes. I, I do sometimes when my back time. hurts. Yeah, it is. It's good lumbar. <laughs> it's a good therapeutic. Yeah. Yeah. But like having a heating pad. It's cold, cold right now. Yes. And it's getting colder next week. It's going to be in the zeros. In the zeros. Next week, yes. Interesting. What would you call it? I don't know. Oh. But I like it. The zeros. <laughs> the single digits? Yes. Would you call it that maybe? And, yes. And well, no, no, I'm but start it's calling like, it the zeros. But did you, have you looked at it? It's going to be actually Negative. zero. Yeah. Like less than zero. They keep changing it. I know. So it's actually, as of right now, not. Not zeros? Not in the zeros. <laughs> but a high in the teens. No. No, they've changed it. Oh. I know. I shared a screenshot on Instagram yesterday that there was one day that the high was projected to be three. Yeah. Is that the zeros? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's the, gone the now. Aughts. It's <laughs> It's gone now. Right now for our 10-day forecast, according to Apple, which I am sorry, I don't trust Apple's forecast. Me neither. We have an awesome weather guy in Cody. the Treasure Valley, yes, that usually gets things pretty close. So if I you're follow local, him. Okay. And l- hold on. Let's talk about it. Yeah. If you guys like our weather reports, even if you're not <laughs> local, go follow Treasure Valley Weather HQ yep. on Facebook or it's TVWHQ. The guy that runs its name is Cody, mm-hmm. and he's an independent meteorologist. Mm-hmm. And he's super fun. He's so funny. He's angry at everybody all the time <laughs> about everything. And he has pretty much the most reliable forecast for this area yeah. with a little bit of spice and yes. humor. He's he's snarky and truthful. <laughs> <laughs> he's good. He's good. He's pretty spot on. So I trust him more than I trust Apple. But Right. But Apple is saying there's lots of snow coming this week, so I will take it. I want the snow. You're I just not don't even going to be here. Can I come back to snow? Well, why would you want to? <laughs> so to tell you, there are no zeros in the forecast currently. Our lowest projected high temperature for the next 10 days is 27, according to Apple. That's not too bad. No. We'll take it. Our lowest projected low for the next 10 days is 15. 
Okay. Well, no, 14 today. (laughs) (laughs) It's real cold today. It is really cold today. Like I said, I've got a coat on indoors. It's cold. I was going to say something and then I forgot. Because you're so cold you can't function. So cold. It's going to be slightly chilly in Anaheim this weekend. Oh, Katie's going to Anaheim. I am going to Anaheim. We'll talk about it in a minute. Yes. But not as cold as I thought it was going to be, so I'm happy with that. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Tell Those me. of you that are not in the United States that are listening to this, we're talking about Fahrenheit. Because not... otherwise, like, that's surface of the sun, Exactly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and zero degrees Celsius means a completely different thing than zero Fahrenheit. Zero degrees Celsius is still freezing, though, isn't it? I think so. 32 yeah. Fahrenheit? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It's when you get above and below that it... The scale is completely different, right? right? I have okay. to dig way back to like I know, third right? grade. Yeah. Did you watch the Saturday Night Live with Nate Bargatze? No. Hosting? No. You need to go watch it because there's a really funny skit where he talks about it. He's George Washington and he's rallying his troops and they're talking about why they want independence from Great Britain. <laughs> and he's like, it's so that we can have our own system of weights and measures. <laughs> it's hilarious. One of my I'm on a watch. Facebook page that's like, what is it even called? It's called like people incorrectly correcting other people. Oh, yeah. And it's so frustrating. A lot of times it's Fahrenheit and Celsius yes. corrections. So many so times. So frustrating. Okay. Let's read a review before we get too deep into anything else. You've heard the weather. Now you get to hear a review. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Binky Boy's Mama. And she says, TGIF. TGIF, thank goodness it's Friday, Rope Drop and Park Hop Podcast, episode drop day. I have spent the last few months binging on all things Disneyland, and Katie and Aaron's podcast has been my ultimate favorite. I also enjoy their content on Instagram, so make sure to check them out there, too. Yes, please do that. I've listened to some episodes multiple times as I am in different planning phases for my upcoming trip, and they are so, so helpful. Would totally give them 10 stars if I could. Thanks for making this Disney novice feel like an expert. Do you know what we just did today? Tell we me. sat down, you and I. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know already. Nobody else does. I was there. We <laughs> we sat down and planned out our next six months of episodes, Yeah, which I feel very adult about. I do, too. I don't know. Now we just need more Patreon content. <laughs> we got to figure that out. That one's a tough one. It is. But we kind of, if you're not, okay, come join us on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the Patreon. We have a lot of fun on the Patreon. We don't always do Disney. Mm-hmm. Our last episode was not Disney related, right. and I think this one might not be either. Yeah. We kind of try to shy away from Disney because you guys get a lot of Disney from us already. So right. why not? Free of charge. Change it up. We're here to talk about all the Disney. So let's talk about some news. So let's start with this weekend. Katie's headed down to Anaheim. Why are you going, Katie? Run Disney. And this is my first run Disney. I mean, I've been to a run Disney event before to cheer other people on, but I have not run myself. So wish me luck. It's only a 5K, but I'm still nervous. Don't be nervous. <laughs> I'm not a runner. I never have been. I never will be. But for Disney, I'll do anything. So. Yeah, but you could just speed walk it, which I think you've got hammered, yes. right? Yes, I you've been, totally got that down. You've been walking a pretty good clip for the last year. Yep. So I don't think you have anything to worry about. I hope not. Your map, the route, looks so fun. So fun. It starts in the park and ends in the park. It's going to be a big party. I'm excited. I'm so excited for you. Will you take lots of video when you're there? Totally. I'll, um, I'll probably have my gimbal with me, I think. That's my, okay. My little videoer. Um, for sure, they take photo pass pictures mm-hmm. while you're there. So it's going to be awesome. You need to get some real stuff, though. Oh, for sure. I'm telling Videos. you right now. Yeah. I'm demanding. I'm down. Um, 
so there is a 5K, a 10K, and a half marathon. Mm-hmm. So and then Friday, also, Saturday, and Sunday. Yes. And there's also the Dumbo Double Dare Challenge. Yes. You just say that five times fast. And who in your family is doing that? My husband will be running that. So that's the 10K and the half marathon. Correct. And he will get a medal for each of those races plus a medal for completing both races. So three medals total. And So you guys are going to come home with the full set yeah, of we're, medals. And we're totally wearing them on the airplane. Why isn't he doing the 5K? Um, I think he wanted to cheer me on the 5K. I love it. Yeah. Oh, he's and then good. I'll cheer him on his races, and it'll be really fun. That'll be so fun. I'm very excited for you. And neither of us are signed up for the yoga in the park, although I think that sounds really fun, too. So maybe next time that'll be something we do. So let's talk to you really quickly while we're talking about Run Disney. This mm-hmm. is the first Run Disney event that has happened since 2017. 2017, yep. And you went and did that one. That was Avengers yes. Half Marathon. Yes. So fun. Is What is the theme of this one? It's like retro. It doesn't have a, it just, it's called Disneyland Half Marathon. Okay. It's like retro themed. Okay. I don't know how to describe it. It doesn't have like word. Theme. What are each of the medals? Do you know? <sighs> I've seen them. I don't remember. I'm now. putting you on the spot. Yeah, you totally are. We know that the it's Dumbo, okay. it's probably going to be Dumbo. I would hope so. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to. <laughs> the Dumbo, the Dumbo Double Dare and you get a Pinocchio medal. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> it's Timothy Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> it's Casey Jr. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. So medals. I don't know what the theme is. We'll it really it just looks kind of retro-y is what I would say. I was trying to think. I was going to try to find Heath a shirt to wear to run in. Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't really know what to get him. Is he a dresser upper? He did for Avengers. He wore an Iron Man outfit. But not but this time? I don't. We don't really know what to do. I guess so that's true. So we're hoping to go to the Race Expo on Thursday and find something. Which, where is the in. Race Expo? It'll be at the Disneyland Hotel. In the convention, in the convention. center? Yep. Um, and then, yeah, you should totally, do you have some, like, cute frilly socks or something? You should totally dress up. Katie, come on. I'm wearing leggings and, like, a sweater. I always tell Katie that she's the calm to my chaos. <laughs> and that translates, I think, to every aspect of our life. Like, I wear colorful, <laughs> bright things, and Katie's usually in, like, black and cream. Yep. And I can't, I, I think you should wear a tutu. No, I'm good. <laughs> There's some um, interesting costume guidelines totally. this year. Oh, I read there are? Through them. Yeah. I mean, no capes and no metal in your costume. No that capes. That kind of stuff, right? So, Okay. And really quickly, before we move on from this, we'll talk about it affects park days only on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Sunday is the half marathon day. So really quick, too. The, half, the 5K and the 10K are both through the parks. Right. Really cool paths. The half marathon... <laughs> Through the park for part of it, mostly out in the middle of nowhere, Anaheim. Yes, running it, through the streets of Anaheim. They're not even running through Angel Stadium this year, which they did they're running last near time. It. Yeah, which was kind of fun because he said they ran through and they would yell their names out as they ran through oh. over the loudspeaker in the stadium. So I, I think he's going to miss that. That's the sad. little like extra boost yeah. as you're in the middle of a half marathon, a slog. Yes, yeah. no, thank you. Yeah, out in the middle of nowhere, and you've just been running the concrete streets of Anaheim. Yes, beautiful Anaheim. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, Sunday. The 14th, if you're going to Disneyland this weekend, just be aware that Disneyland and DCA are both going to open at 9 a.m. on Sunday Mm -hmm. rather than 8. And if you're staying on property, early entry begins at 8.30 rather than 7.30. Right. they got to give the athletes time to finish. Yes. So while we're talking about Run Disney, there are two more Run Disney, Disneyland events that are scheduled. Uh, Coming up this fall is the Halloween Half Marathon. Sign up for that begins on February 13th for regular people. If you are a member of the, is it the Run Disney Club? The really expensive Run Disney Club. Yes. You can sign up a little bit earlier, I think the 6th. 
of February. That is, again, in September, the 5th through the 8th. And then next year, they will have another half marathon weekend, which is January 30th through February 2nd. So so a little little later. later, Yes. And sign up for that will be on June 18th. So be aware of those. They do sell out pretty much immediately. So you'll want to be on ready to grab those registrations as soon as possible. And this past weekend was Walt Disney World's marathon weekend. Mm -hmm. So they had all four races, a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, and a full marathon. The half marathon was shortened due to inclement weather. Yeah, lightning storms. Yes, so they did, what, 7.1 miles instead of the 13.2? Yep. And it's 13.1. No, 13.1 for the half marathon. Yes, 26.2 for a marathon, 13.1 for a half. One. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, you're there. Okay, I got it. Um, <laughs> so 7.05. <laughs> they probably just did seven. They, I think they honest. did 7.1. Did they? I think so. Okay. And then there so were a lot of people, I think, that still didn't want to like, they wanted to complete what they signed mm-hmm. up to complete. So there were people I know that were, I follow some Instagrammers who once they finished were running laps in the meet and greet area <laughs> to try to complete. And then Michael does Disney. Michael does Diz, I think is what he is now. He, when he was done, went over to Boulder Creek at the Wilderness Lodge. What is it? Wilderness Lodge. Wilderness Lodge, yes. <laughs> and ran um, laps on and their running trail. And he ran laps on their running trail. Cool. Yep. It's a beautiful place to run. It is. Once the rain Better the than a storms, parking lot. For sure. Better <laughs> than downtown Anaheim. <laughs> Have fun, everybody. If you're right. going this weekend, we know quite a few people who are going. Yeah. Say hello to Katie yes. and Heath. Please come find us. Bring your cowbells. And another cool thing is there are some people that ran the Disney World Marathon weekend, and they're coming to run the Disneyland Half Marathon, and you get a coast-to-coast medal for doing that. Our Betsy. Yeah. Our friend Betsy will be there. She just did the half, the shortened half marathon at Walt Disney World this weekend, and then she's going to go do the half at Disneyland. So fun. Yeah. Okay. The big news this week, if you care, is that Magic Keys are going back on sale. Tomorrow. Uh, The 10th. Oh, yeah. That's Wednesday. Yes, which was two days ago, if you're listening to this on Friday. Which means they're sold out already. Probably. Um, uh, there's, there's lots of speculation around whether it'll just be the same ones or if they'll change, change them. them up at all. Um, the, they did release pricing, correct? Or no? They? I don't know. I don't know that they have oh, okay. yet. The graphic that they shared to announce that they are being re-released showed six different keys. Weenies? <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. We've talked about weenies uh-huh. before. Six different weenies from the Disneyland Resort. That all of a sudden turned into a key shape and went into a key to unlock that magic keys were being. So there are some people that are wondering if they're going to have more. Yeah. Who knows? We don't know. We'll know in two days. I really don't think they're going to give us any information ahead of time. Probably not. There's also speculation that it's just going to be the exact same thing it's been and Mm -hmm. they're just going to be for sale. Um, And maybe a little bit higher priced. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I'm curious. I'm curious to see. I'm not getting one. I I don't plan on it. We were talking about this the other day, and I kind of feel like now that the Disney Visa gives you a discount in the parks, it's taken away that um, perk, mm-hmm. that exclusive perk that you used to get being an annual pass holder. So yeah, and we go down. So in for, I mean, we go down fairly frequently, but right. it doesn't. I mean, I think I read for the high. It was Inspire, the mm-hmm. highest Magic Key. You have to go like eighteen times or something, right? For which it to we pay. probably won't. And we've kind of been bouncing back and forth between Land and World lately. Yeah. To the point where, you know, it just doesn't make financial sense. It's not. We don't make up for it. We don't make up for the price. By so going here's often actually the question. Any of you that live in Southern California, do you want us to, wink, wink, move in with you right? so that we, so we can, can just get the local one? <laughs> <laughs> 
The problem is, though, that the blackout dates don't work for us because we have to come in from out of town. So we're not just coming on weekdays most of the time. News alert. Did you know we don't live there? We live in <laughs> Boise, Idaho. Just so you know. Okay. And I think that's it for Magic Keys. I will keep you posted next week on how that goes, what we find out. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll let you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Katie's like, I'm going to be real tempted, though, while I'm there to I will upgrade. be. Like, you it's just the timing. Go down Wednesday, yes. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. theoretically yeah. could, possibly. I mean... If I'm going to do it, it would be upgrading my mm-hmm. my park hopper ticket that I already have. So it would have to wait till Thursday, or I suppose I could go in the park Wednesday if there's reservations available to grab it if I feel so inclined. But I doubt it. I doubt it, too. Yeah. I don't feel it from you. No. One of okay. the other things that was announced this week, which is very exciting, and we've had a lot of people who have reached out to us about this. World of Color, we announced, is going down for refurbishment today mm-hmm. and originally was supposed to be down until February 29th. We've talked about it a couple of times. They shortened it quite a bit. So World of Color is opening back up on January 19th. So it's only going to be down for 10 days. They're going to do a quick refurb, and then it's opening back up World of Color 1. And there's also the— A little pre-show, and I yeah. can't remember what it's called now. I can't I was going to write it down, and I forgot. Here, I'll I'll um, Google it really quickly if you want to move on to whatever. But does, that's exciting. Does it have to do with Lunar New Year? I think so. Astro Orbiter, I know we've talked about it being down for refurbishment, but— I don't think we've gone into to depth about what's happening with it. It's pretty much been taken down to the studs at this point. Like, it's missing. Everything. It's gone. You can't right. see it at all. Which changes what the entrance to Tomorrowland looks like it a lot. It just looks like a bunch of walls yes. right now. Um, and it is slated to open winter 2024, which we talk about this a lot. What does that even mean? Remember when Finding Nemo was <laughs> yes. supposed to open in winter of 2021? Yeah. And so does that mean next month right. or does it mean December? Right. We, we don't, don't know. know. Or it could be February 2025. That's still winter of 2024, isn't it? I would think that would be winter of 2025. I, I don't feel like know. Nemo didn't open till 2022, though. I feel like it's all very, very vague. <laughs> it is. But I feel like they do that on purpose. Which, yeah, that's fine. Which, okay. which is why I was so surprised when they announced phantasmic dates, like actual dates this far in advance. Because they don't do it very often. Right. Yes. Crazy. So, Hurry Home, a Lunar New Year celebration there pre-show. Cute. And it will be during Lunar New Year, which runs January 23rd through February 18th. And I think that um, dessert packages and dining packages are back for it, but they're slowly rolling out. Right. So don't so, panic if you don't see them for correct, your dates. Yeah, because they weren't checking. planning on opening for mm-hmm. six weeks or seven weeks. But here we are. And then Paradise Garden Grill. I don't think that we discussed this closure. It might have just been announced this last week, but it closes today, the 8th, and will be closed through the 21st of January. And with that and with uh, Astro Orbiter, there are some other refurbishments that we'll touch on really quickly. The Mark Twain Riverboat has been down since September, and it is – I'm sorry if you heard that. I just – I have an itchy eye, and I can't make it stop. I think I'm being stabbed by one of my eyelashes. (laughs) Uh, It is reopening February 2nd. Astro Orbiter, we don't know a return day on. Blue Bayou Restaurant closed over the weekend this past weekend, and they plan to reopen on January 19th. The sailing ship Columbia went down this past weekend also, but will be up on the 11th. So today, the day that you're listening to, well, if you're listening on Friday, today. It's a Small World went down today also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't remember what day it is. It's Monday, the 8th. Yes. It's a Small World went down to take the holiday over layoff. It will reopen on the 18th. And then no, no, Grizzly no. River Run is down for the seasonal mm-hmm. refresh that yep. they do every single year. World of Color, like we mentioned, is down until January 19th. 
And then the Inside Out Emotional Whirlwind is closing down on January 22nd. We'll reopen in February. Don't cancel your trip for that one. And also the Haunted Mansion is going down on the 22nd, and we don't know the reopening date on that one. Right. And we talked about Disney Junior last week, too. I don't remember oh, that's the dates right. don't on that but, that, but it's coming. It's imminent. So lots of things. This mm-hmm. is refurbishment season. This yeah. is the slow time of year. This is when they're going to affect the least number of guests by closing things down. If you have a trip planned during that, the crowds and are I, lighter. But... I do feel like they have been staggering refurbs more lately than normal. And I think that's because there's really not a slow season anymore, right. to be honest. Right. It, it's busy pretty and much I think all year too, long. They just kind of slammed them all in once they reopened the parks. Mm-hmm. And so now they're at a place where they can start to cycle. S- stagger them mm-hmm. again. Yep. All right. Early entry changes. So if you are staying in an on-property hotel, this is something that was announced a while ago. But starting on January 20th, it will no longer be early entry for both parks. Every day. Every day. So Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday will be California Adventure early entry days. And Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday will be Disneyland. And this is how it was prior to COVID. They would stagger the days. This sucks. (laughs) I don't like this change at all. And I'll tell you why. Prior Mm -hmm. to COVID, it was an hour. Mm -hmm. So I hate that they're keeping it a half an hour, Mm -hmm. but they're expecting everybody that's staying on property to go to one park. Right. Because with a half an hour, people chose both parks. And crowds yes. were dispersed. Plus, reservations are still in effect, which means you got to plan like, around it. Plan around it and have a reservation for the correct park for the correct day yeah. to get early entry. And I think a lot of people are going to get confused. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a lot of sad people at the gates trying to get in. So, good luck, Disney. I know, and <laughs> it's going to happen for a while. Yeah, people staying on property who don't know mm-hmm. are going to end up at the wrong park, and they're going to be so ticked. Um, I will say, if you are a rope dropper and you're planning on going to Disneyland, those first well ever, but those first few weeks for sure, come up with a loose rope drop plan. Mm-hmm. If you are going to do like Indiana Jones or that left side of the park, I don't think that the early entry should affect you too much. Mm-mm. At California Adventure, it's a little different because they kind of have access to a little bit more of the park if they're there for early entry. And so my point in saying this is, you know, if you're planning on rope dropping Indiana Jones, you're not going to get there and have a half hour line already there. Does they'll that make have, sense? They'll have cycled through already? No, because no, that's not open to Oh, them. I see what you're so saying. So you're going to be competing with everybody already. Gotcha. Space Mountain, though, if you are wanting to rope drop Space Mountain, choose a day that does not have early entry because mm-hmm. all of the early entry people are going to be there or Fantasyland. Tomorrowland right. and Fantasyland are all that's available during early entry Yes, at Disneyland. So if those are your priorities, do that on a day that... Does not have early entry. Correct. Do it on that's a... That's what I was trying yes, to get at. Yes, yeah. on a Monday... Wednesday, Friday, or Sunday. Right. <laughs> that gets confusing. Just reach it out to us. Has. If you have any questions, like, we can help you pick what and days you need to go. so dumb. Yeah. And I think I would feel better about it had they put it back up to an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, if they had given more time, I think— this, And takeaway reservations. And takeaway reservations. Yeah. It I just makes it too think, complicated. I think this is going to be a big mess. I do, too. I'm curious to see what happens. Yeah. And speaking of reservations, Disney World officially— Today. Starting today is not requiring reservations on date-based tickets. So for the majority of park goers, reservations are not required at Disney World. So, Which means you can wake up and pick what park you want to go to. Yes. Can you even imagine what that would be like again? No. So which means you can get up. If you have Genie Plus at 7 o'clock, you can look at what's available and grab, you know. Accordingly. Accordingly. Yeah. Instead of having instead sounds, of being pinned to one park. Dear Disney, that sounds magical. <laughs> the magic is gone. Yes. Just kidding. And park hopping 
it's all day. It's also all day now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you could theoretically grab a virtual queue for Cosmic Rewind mm-hmm. every single morning. Yes. Go in, ride it, and then go to another park. Doesn't matter exactly. what time it is. Man. Okay, Disneyland, we're ready. We're switching over, guys. <laughs> we are now at a Walt Disney World podcast. Also, the dining plans are back today. Yes. And we mentioned this before, but if you are a Disney Plus subscriber and you are interested in going to Walt Disney World this summer, July 1st through September 30th, there is a promo free dining for Disney Plus subscribers. It's a really great promo. It is. That's free food. It's free food. And that's a huge chunk of your budget right there is food. Dining at Disney. And it's a really, really, really good deal. So check it out. Either Aaron or I can help you. For sure. Plan a trip. So reach out. Um, okay. After Dark events. Yes. Officially Sweethearts Night and Disney Channel Night are sold out. Disney so. Channel Night is the one that's the weekend that we're headed down mm-hmm. to do our little meetup. I want to throw this out again really quick. I get lots of questions about the meetup. And I think we've talked about it on here a little bit. We'll talk about it one more time. Well, we'll probably talk about it a couple more times. Yeah. But we want it to be super low-key, which is kind of what I've said as I've answered questions about it. We want it to be low-key for us, low-key for you. Um, I know some meetups will charge ticket prices. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're not doing that. Right. We just want to hang out. Yep. So we made reservations this morning. We have reservations for 6 o'clock at Storytellers. I think right now we have enough for 12 mm-hmm. people. Did you get six? Yeah. I got six. Yep. So if we have more than that, we'll figure it out. Yep between now and then. Um, So we're doing dinner Friday night at Storytellers. Saturday and Sunday, we're just going to have a couple of different rides throughout the day to meet up and ride. And then it's go do what you want. We can hang out. We don't have to. We'll do some food and wine tasting. And then Monday, we're trying to figure this out still. This is a work in progress, but we want to record an episode from the Hojo. And if you want to attend to that and hang out with us and do that, we'll we'll probably have breakfast of some sort there. Mm -hmm. And... It'll be fun. It'll be really fun. Yes, but super, super low-key. Like, Mm -hmm. that's the whole goal. We don't want anyone to feel obligated to spend a bunch of time with people they don't know. Right. And we don't want anyone to feel pressured. So it's easy. We're excited to meet as many of you as possible as well. So Totally excited. Yes. Um, And I think that's it. Star Wars night after dark and... Pride Night. Pride Night. We I know do the not, dates, They don't have ticket release dates, But they don't though. have ticket release yeah. dates. So We're stay tuned. We'll I told that. I told our buddy Tom, he asked on the Facebook page, if you're not following, go over rope dropping and park hopping, um, if we knew dates. And I said, no, but we're recording today, so they should be released tomorrow. Yep. So probably by the time you're listening to this. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) All right. We have some fun guests today. So stay tuned. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, guys. We teased this a couple of weeks ago when we shared our episode that we did with Rob and Nick over at the Diz List on their channel. We've also had them on our episode before. If you want to listen to that first, go back to episode 99, where we talked about the top five things that Walt Disney World does better than Disneyland. Today, we're talking about the top five things that Disneyland gets better than Walt Disney World. And I'm very excited for this. Hi, guys. (laughs) Hi. Hi. Thanks for having us. Yeah, glad to be here. I really just don't know how to narrow it down to just five things that Disneyland <laughs> does better. Right. That's why this episode's been a long time yeah. coming, because we've had to really think about it. 
to narrow it down. Yeah. But yeah. it was only fair that we give Disneyland some love after we gave Disney World a little bit of love because Disneyland for God, Aaron and I. I, I, I loved it so much more than I thought. Oh, I see. it's so exciting. See, that happens a lot. Okay, so really quick before we get started, tell everybody, just in case they're new to you, tell everybody what your podcast is about and what we're going to be doing today. So we do every week, we rank something in Disney World. Um, you know, everything from rides to food. Uh, I, uh, you know, I'm the, the food expert. <laughs> but we end up, rank, what we do is we rank them blindly. So what I mean by that is Rob has a list. I have a list. Yep. We count them down. We have some, sometimes we have some debates because we don't agree with each other. That happened on the episode that's dropping on Wednesday. Yep. Um, sometimes there are things that we totally agree and we match up on everything. Um, but it's a good time. You know, it's just just two guys just sitting in and really having the same talks that we would have normally, but we're just turning on a microphone. Yep. Yeah, which is how we feel about our podcast, it. too, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know yeah. why why people yeah. want to tune in, but we are glad they do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. today you guys have a shared top five list because only one of you has actually been to Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this is Rob, just so people kind of know who which is which. I'm Rob. That's Nick. So I'll start off. And I we went to Disneyland in April. For the first time ever. This year, but it's not anymore. Yes, for the first time ever. I've I've been to California a few times. I've played out there with my band, but haven't brought my family out there. And that was kind of the important part is is getting out there and actually experiencing it for myself. So we did just two days. We did one day at Disneyland and we did one day at California Adventure. And I have a lot to say. So I, I don't want to go any further because I'll, I'll be able to tell stories and, and whatnot in between. And Nick has a plan to go. Yeah. Yeah. So, my, um, my plan is probably next year. Okay. So 2025, my family's planning a trip to Alani. Oh. And, you know, that's a long flight, so you, you, there's a good stopping off point somewhere yeah. in Anaheim. Absolutely. Not, um, Absolutely. Would be a decent place to go, yeah. you know, take a little break. And, and I've got some family and some friends in, in the L.A. area, so, you know, stop in Anaheim and then also make it up to, to see my friends in, in L.A. and then head over to Hawaii. That is the current plan. Whether that's how it goes, I could see myself just saying, you know, let's just do a whole week over in uh, the L.A. area and do Anaheim for a few few days. Mm-hmm. Which would be super um, yeah, fun, too. yeah, I'm looking forward to going. Cool. Yeah. And then yeah, we'll have I'm, to revisit I'm this. To it. Then we'll have to revisit the episodes yeah. and see if you still agree with what you've come up with today. All right. Why don't you guys kick us Probably. off? Yeah. Why don't you guys kick us off with your number five? Okay. Number five, like I said, we had kind of a discussion today. Normally, we do two lists, and we kind of um, go back and forth, but we wanted to kind of collaborate on this list a little bit. And I, I was pretty adamant about this one. And it's very relevant because today we actually saw some images from Orlando. And our number five is weather because <laughs> the weather there can be intense in so many different ways. Extremely hot. Like my joke and when when Nick and I went to Walt Disney World together, I call it spicy hot. That's yeah. what I like to call it. Yeah. It's like spicy, spicy hot. Super, super super hot and at the same time you have that humidity where you feel like you can just like cut the air with a knife yeah but i feel like and i don't have a ton of experience but one of my best friends lives in la i feel like southern california has perfect weather right i mean they're famous for it so i I would hope that that's the case right what's funny to me is how many people think that disneyland actually does control the weather especially when fireworks get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So th- 
and that's something uh, to kind of that's something to consider too is it gets windy down there sometimes and that affects nighttime entertainment yeah. they're not going to release fireworks if there's any wind any danger to the buildings because you know Disneyland's right downtown so there's no way yeah. that they're going to risk the buildings around so yes I feel like they have better weather, but there's also some things that weather affects a little bit more. Well, that's true. Yeah. You know, honestly, for me, the the nighttime entertainment, I'll give up the nighttime entertainment to not have to deal with walking through Hollywood studios (laughs) where I feel like the soles of my shoes are melting to the pavement. Absolutely. For sure. It's you know, hot there. The, yeah. the weather for me, I think when Rob said this, I was like, yeah, I'm all on board. Yeah. Let's put that one on that list. Yeah, yeah. We, oh. We're in agreement. Our, our number five is weather. So much easier to stay park opening to park close when you're not soaked from the rain or soaked from the humidity. Yeah, sure. or soaked from sweating through. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we need to bring backup shirts. I know it's gross, but like... Oh, you got to do what you got to do. Backup no, socks. It, no, it is. And it, it, <laughs> right. Yeah. It sounds gross, but you want to stay clean and fresh all day and... That's just part of going to Disney World in the summer. Yep. Absolutely. True. Yeah. I like it. I hey. think I agree with that. All right. My number five is airport options. So if you're going to Walt Disney ah. World, you are pretty much going to fly into Orlando. I mean, Tampa is an option yeah. if you want to drive a little ways. Uh, is it Stanford is an option if you want to pay a little more, right? Yep. But at Disneyland. Right. It's tiny. Yes. Disneyland, you've got... LAX within an hour, you've got Burbank within an hour, um, Long Beach, Orange County, and Ontario. So five pretty decent-sized airports all within an hour. And then if you want to go a little further out, San Diego is just about two hours away. So really, you've got six great airports that are an easy drive to get to Disneyland that you can check fares into, check schedules into, and there's so many options. That's an awesome one. That's yeah. a great idea. You know, the thing that I, I like that you mentioned, too, is checking the fares. Like, for me... Uh, Rob and I live in a spot where we're kind of between two airports mm-hmm. where, like, depending on which airline we're flying, it, it's cheaper out of Rochester on one, it's cheaper out of Buffalo on the other. Yeah. And so for us, we do it on our, when we're leaving, mm-hmm. but, like, you have to fly into MCO. I mean, right. unless you're yeah. flying, I think Frontier might. There's some weird like options small, into Sanford, small. right? Right, yeah. yeah. And so for us, like, I totally understand that, and I can get behind you know, shopping around and, you know, like you said, they're all within an hour. You got to get transportation from the airport either way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like what's the difference to whether it's Burbank, Burbank or LAX or Ontario. It doesn't really matter where you're flying, flying into. My friend lives in Long Beach and we, we stayed with them for a little bit. He just, he insisted we fly in there. We didn't end up doing it. We got a, <laughs> we got a better deal to fly into LAX, which I kind of wanted to go there because it's, you know, legendary, but right. um He's he's like you got to fly into Long Beach. He goes, that's the way to go. Long Beach is our favorite. Oh, okay, good. Then yep. he, he was right. He's yeah. correct. I it's, believe it's you. the he easiest. Must have been right. Yes, okay. it's the easiest to fly in and out okay. of, and it's very cute, mid-century modern themed airport. It almost feels like you're flying into Disneyland when you fly to Long Beach. I agree. It's a really great yeah, airport. So many so of the houses correct. around there are great too. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right, Katie, what's your number five? All right, so my number five might be a little bit unfair because I haven't actually experienced the Disney World version, but this one's fresh on my mind because we just attended the Candlelight Processional at Disneyland, and I feel like I love the exclusivity at Disneyland. I like the feel of it better. It doesn't feel so mass-produced, and I think it's really fun that they hold back who the, the narrator is until the last minute, so it's kind of a surprise for everybody when it happens. Um, 
Anyway, that's my number five. I, Again, maybe I'm fair because I haven't been to the one at Disney World, but I've seen how it goes and what it looks like. So, I have. Um, I, I've been to it before, and it was it, it was okay. I, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, we kind of stayed, my wife and I just kind of stood and watched for a little bit. We're like, oh, that's cool. Let's keep going. And we kept going. <laughs> Not that I didn't care, but like there's so much to do. And because we, we wanted to try all the different food options during that time. So we, we kind of saw it and moved on. And I, to tell you the truth, and you're going to laugh, I don't even remember who like the speaker was because, you know, they bring in all these different celebrities. Right, a different one I, every it weekend. It wasn't Neil Patrick Harris, yeah. but I feel like <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris is, is there. And, yeah, He's I, there I every year. Remember. You know why I can't remember who it was? It's probably a celebrity I didn't know really. Yeah, well. probably. probably. I'll, I'll be honest with you. The fact that they do release it ahead of time causes so many issues because if it is Neil Patrick Harris, they start lining up for that at like three in the afternoon earlier. It's crazy. Right. And then this year, they started doing, like, where they have the dining packages. Mm-hmm. They started booking more of those dining packages than they normally did. So, like, you weren't even guaranteed a good seat with the dining package because they were booking up two-thirds or three-quarters. I can't remember which, but yeah. it's one of those two of the entire venue to the dining packages. Whereas before, it was, like, the first five or six rows of that of that little amphitheater there, yeah. which is still a lot of people, but not two-thirds of that. I mean, that's a huge, that's a huge amphitheater to, yeah. to have all go to dining. So like if you're, yeah. if you're not having the dining package, you're going to not likely be able to see it unless you line up at like, like I said, three, four, some, some days it's, it's crazy. So I, I can't imagine that Disneyland does it worse. That's for sure. <laughs> I will say this. Disneyland does it different. I don't know if it's better or worse. The seating areas are invite only. So it's for Club 33 members, it's for VIPs, it's for Uncle Bob, Uncle Josh, anybody that, you know, Uncle Ken, the people who are the big wigs and their families. Um, It's not for people who line up to wait. People who line up to wait end up standing the entire time and kind of cramming into the town square area. So it would be nice to have possibly the option of finding a seat. That's not a thing at Disneyland. But there's really nothing cooler than seeing the choir come down Main Street USA with all of the lights dimmed. It's kind of cool. You're never going to see that. And to only have the four. Oh, that is cool. It is really cool. And to only have the four performances, you know, it's very exclusive. It's very small and feels more intimate to me it totally does Mm -hmm. and like it was a really great experience for us to do there i'm not i'm not gonna diss on epcot's version but this one feels a little bit more formal than epcot's did epcot's felt a little bit well i mean i think you said it right earlier when you said mass produced because it's done every night Mm -hmm. for i mean it, it's it, they do so many of them yeah and right. i think that's that's a good point that's so I, intimate i think i accidentally answered it because when we were there we just kind of walked up and there were a lot of people there and we went eh. you know like it w- didn't seem like it was this huge thing right the way you're describing it just seems really like impactful mm-hmm. and dramatic yeah, it is whereas this is just another thing at epcot and again it's not bad and and listeners i don't want to yelling at at their radios saying, come on, it's, it's great there. It just it, it wasn't as much of a major thing. I don't know. And atmosphere that's, that's plays a huge part in it. it. It's but, not an amphitheater at Disneyland. It's Town Square. And when you have the choir right. up on the train platform, having taken over the train station, and the trumpeters are on top of the building at the train station. Wow. And so it's just the, I, I have chills kind of, now yeah, talking about it. It's kind of like it. magical, majestic. Yes, it's not an amphitheater. Mm-hmm. It's Disneyland. It's right. cool. It's a, it's a 
It's an event. It's yes. more of an event. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally. So okay. I don't think that's a hot one. Okay, good. <laughs> I was worried that I was overstepping <laughs> a little bit there. <laughs> no, no. Okay, what's your number four, guys? All right, I'll, I'll start off and then I'll pa- pass it to Nick on this one. So our number four is something that I, I've told a story about before. When when I went to Disneyland, how you had to throw your shoes away. The moment I walked in, no, but that that's a good one too. Actually, I was talking about that the other day. I love those shoes I, I bought so much. I'm looking for another pair of them now because like it was just. An, I said to my wife the other day, I love those shoes. I need more of them. The Vans. Yeah. Oh my god, I don't even remember what they're called. Anyway, I don't want to get too far on that. I'm walking in with the old shoes. Um, before I threw my other shoes out because I blistered up so much and <laughs> I'm walking in and I just wanted that moment where I could turn and see the castle and I was looking down at my phone and I was doing Genie Plus. Now, I am started with a negative, but it actually is so much more of a positive, which Nick's going to take over because he yeah. had a great point that we discussed today in our official Dizlist meeting. Go ahead. So I just think that Genie Plus is done better at Disneyland, and here's why. So I'm planning a trip this summer where I know that I'm going to be in the airport when my Genie Plus window opens on that first day. And I'm going to, because I know where we're staying, I know what our first day is, I'm going to be booking and stacking rides at 7 a.m. And I'm not anywhere near the park. In fact, I'm in New York State. And so, like, that's not as cool as in Disneyland, you've got to be in there. And so the diehards who are going to rope drop, that's, they get the the advantage. And they should. Look, I'm going to take advantage of the fact that I don't have to do it, but it doesn't mean that I think it's right. And so I think that Genie Plus has done so much better at Disneyland. Plus, I think it's a better bang for your buck and a better value for the for the dollar there than yeah. it is over in Disney World. That's yeah, true. I agree they with just all set of a it. record for the price. What was it? Thirty-eight was the record. Thirty-nine. Man, I think okay. we've gone up to what thirty six, thirty. Yeah, I'm not maybe sure. thirty five, thirty six is as high as it's gone here. But I I totally agree, and even. If you rope drop at Disneyland, it's not necessary to start pulling lightning lanes right away because you can, you know, start, you know, ride all the rides that you want to in those first two hours and then start pulling lightning lanes and start stacking them then. And you can still get all lightning lanes for all the rides where at Disney World, there are a lot of people that end up with one, two lightning lanes for the day and then they're all sold out. Now, I will say that if they're doing their research and they're doing it right. (laughs) Yes. That's not the case. Yes. But, but. The, re- the reality is that people don't always do their due diligence when it comes to their Disney planning. They think they know, they don't, and right. then they end up with, like you say, one or two right. rides. Right. You know, they don't. They don't do as our friend uh, Ear Scout Rob says, play the Disney the Disney slots. The Disney yes. slots. Yes. To yeah. to piggyback off of that, yeah. though, I mean, often at in the evenings at Disneyland, there are still attractions available, mm-hmm. and I feel like I didn't have that experience at Disney. Jeez. Even though you know I did a good job booking things throughout the day and and playing the slots. I mean, eight o'clock at night, you're still able to find some some Genie Plus Lightning Lanes availability yeah. at Disneyland. Right. Right. I agree. Yeah. I agree yeah. with that. You're not doing that at Disney World. No. Nope. So. And yeah. I agree. I like that everyone's on that level playing field. If you want to get there and you want to have access to it, get your butt out of bed. Yep. Yep. If it was my second, third, or fourth, or fifth, or a hundredth time going, I started off with that negative story, but it really isn't because it ends up being a positive. Because if you've been to Disneyland multiple times and you walk in, it, it's okay to do that and to make your selection right away. But your point was really good. Maybe you're not in a rush. Maybe I'm just 
so used to going to Walt Disney World every single year. And having to fight for it. I'm just like a crazy person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's kind of what we're used to doing. And bit frenetic. But but that's the thing, too, with California. And that's a great thing about California is it's just laid back and it's a little bit more chill. And I love it. Yeah. And that that was one of the greatest things about being in California is just the, the vibe was so much just relaxed. Everything about it, people are just like, cool, all right. And, and whereas, like, recently, and this is so sad, and Nick and I get sick to our stomach when we see these, these fist fights. Yeah. These people oh, yeah. getting so mad and, like, decking each other. And then we, we said the other day somebody hit a poor cast member trying to get on the monorail. Jeez. Oh, like, I don't know. California was just, it was just chill and laid back. I, I, oh, I don't I know. It. We have the big fight list, of Toontown <laughs> yes. 2017. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. That was horrible, too. You know what, though? That, those oh. were all family members, well, right? I think they, so. They could have they had that fight anywhere. They just yeah. happened to be at Disneyland. Someone get them a pretzel. They probably yeah, were hangry. sick. Yep, Crazy. I agree. I agree. Yeah. You're the happiest or the most magical place on earth. Be excited. Okay, my number four yeah. is Good Neighbor Hotels. There are so many non-Disney owned hotels within an easy walking distance to the main gates. In fact, some of those are closer to the main gates than the property hotels and the Disneyland property hotels. And so I love that there are so many more choices and so many more easy to get to hotels without having to stay on property and pay that premium price with fewer benefits. Yeah. And to be honest, the good neighbor hotels at Disneyland seem to be better vetted than the ones at Disney World. I... I've I've had some experiences with clients where we've tried good neighbor hotels at go good neighbor hotels at Disney World that have not worked out very well, and I feel like the ones at Disneyland you can pretty much bank on. Well, I mean, the most a lot of them have been there, yeah. <laughs> and have not been updated since the fifties, so they've been around yeah. forever. This was actually on Rob's. This was actually on Rob's individual list. Was was this? Yeah. So we stayed at a good neighbor hotel right at kind of the the south end there. So if you take, you know, that main road that kind of splits in between kind of like where Disneyland Hotel is, we were like right at the very bottom there. Mm -hmm. And this was honestly one of our cost cutting measures because we knew how expensive the trip was going to be. And we had to kind of give and take here and there. So we decided when we flew in and we went straight to Disneyland that we weren't going to rent a car right away. We wanted to just walk everywhere. So we were were close enough where, I mean, it was a, a decent walk, but we can handle it. So we would walk to and from the parks every day. And then after that, we rented a car and and went off to Long Beach. But uh, that's part of the reason why we stayed where we did is for that reason. We can we can walk. It was great. Even when you think about it, like there's only two good neighbor hotels at Disney that you could walk to a park. Mm. Right. Swan and Dolphin are. Mm -hmm. Oh, you were just talking about that. And they I mean, they are. I never think of them as good neighbor hotels. I really don't. But like they are. I get it. They're 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 ugly. They're not Disney owned, (laughs) but You think? No. <laughs> They're the, such an eyesore. Carry on. No, I'm just going to say that, that like, the fact that there are those options in Disneyland is, is part of what makes it also a more affordable family trip if you really mm-hmm. wanted it to be. Our um, little motel that we stayed at, I took a couple pictures of this. The inside courtyard looked just like Karate Kid, you know, in Reseda, where yeah. Daniel LaRusso lives. Nice. Yeah. It, it was like, it was crazy. I, I brought my kids in because they like Karate Kid, too. I said, what does this remind you of? They go, the Karate Kid. That's <laughs> amazing. What That's hotel? So funny. What hotel did you stay at? I cannot remember. It was it was like right when you get to that four-way intersection, right at the very south, 
where that big parking lot is. So right mm-hmm. across yes. the street from us was that big empty parking okay. lot. Okay. Yeah, it was it was fine. I mean, it was your standard, you know, motel kind of room. It was not super fancy, mm-hmm. but we don't care because right. we spent our entire time over at the park. So I, I don't need something super fancy. We don't need something super fancy. You just fancy. need a bed. Well, and when you oh, were yeah. talking about how, it, yeah. you know, it was a little bit of a walk, even that little bit of a walk is shorter than a bus ride from between parks at Disney World, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's so close and together there. Mm-hmm. And I think Disneyland wins that one for sure. Okay. My number four is a ride, and it's Space Mountain. I love Disneyland Space <laughs> Mountain so much more than the one at Disney World. And I I mean, we, we love to hate the Matterhorn. Space Mountain at Disney World is just the Matterhorn. Inside. In space. Yeah, with no bikes. <laughs> That's yeah. a really good point. But the Space yeah. Mountain at Disneyland is so much smoother and just, I just, I love it so much more. And speakers in the headrest. And speakers in the headrest, shaped like Mickey's. Yes. Forgot about that. And, You're not going to get an argument out of okay, either good. of us. Okay, good. <laughs> and we get the hyperspace mountain overlay, which Disney World doesn't do that, right? No? They do a holiday one where they put, like, that one looks really play cool. holiday music and have red and green lights flashing in there oh yeah that's yeah and that one looks pretty cool yeah so you can have the you can have the holiday music while your back is getting adjusted right Right. (laughs) totally (laughs) back cracking to jingle bells you're you're definitely not yeah you're definitely not going to get an argument out of anybody who's ever ridden space mountain (laughs) magic kingdom i don't think so you get off the ride and there's a chiropractor handing out cards yeah I feel like, too, when you do get off of the ride in Orlando, it's quite the hike to get out of the building. Right. It's a two-mile hike uphill. Two-mile hike uphill through, oh, through the yeah. ball pits. Yes. Yeah. We don't yeah. have that at Disneyland. It's there's pretty no quick. Such, there's no such thing as a walk-on on the, or, or like a – the wait, I feel, automatically has to be 15 minutes because it takes 15 minutes to get to the ride. <laughs> oh, that's so true. It takes you longer to get off. I yeah. agree. Yeah. It's, do it's you guys have a single rider option there for Space Mountain? Um, yeah, because it's we. It's not a, a double. Oh, no, it's a triple, no, right? That's right. The option for the line. Oh yeah, yeah, they do, don't they? They. So it depends. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they mm. don't. So they in peak season they will sometimes have the single rider line open, but oh, okay. not always. So there's very few rides that they have it always open. Like Test Track, they always have a single rider option open now. Okay. They've experimented a little bit of single rider stuff with like Guardians, um, so Cosmic Rewind, but I don't know. I I am never partaking in that, so I don't really pay attention. Interesting. Okay. The big one for single rider that they're pushing is Smuggler's Run. Smuggler's Run. They need to get everybody in there to do all the different. Because nothing sounds better than riding Smuggler's Run by yourself with a four-year-old pilot you don't know. (laughs) Oh my gosh! I don't even like Uh, the the pilots I do know. Because you're going to yeah. be an engineer yeah. every single Rob. time if you're the single rider. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. uh, I know what story Nick's going to tell. Yeah, Rob Rob and I got on there. We felt like we did so well. We, we, got, we nailed it. Yeah. yeah. We were like, we did awesome. Yeah. And then we got yelled at at the end by the by the people on the ship. They're like, what the heck? <laughs> we did horrible. We, did. we thought we did so good. We did so bad. <laughs> but, I hate I hate that ride. Oh. Uh, but we love but we love the queue because we love yeah. like there's a great picture of so, Nick yeah. and I sitting in the Millennium yeah. Falcon. It's awesome. Turn, turn me out. They should they should turn that ride into the second queue to nowhere. So <laughs> yeah. So we call we call the Swiss Family Robinson like that house. We call that we call the Sw- Swiss Family Treehouse. We call it the uh, the queue to nowhere. Just a walk through attraction. Yeah. 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 
And that so would I think be cool. Ride. I think they should do that with Millennium Falcon because that's all I care about. I just want to see the Millennium Falcon. Or so I have to really ride. Yeah. Make it some dining. Uh, and, there you go. You go in the pod and have a oh, an appetizer and a drink, and then you get off. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, very cool. You have a forty-five minute limit, though, just like you do at Ogre. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, all right, guys. What's your number three? Um, I'll let Nick take this one because this is a, a pretty easy one without even having gone to the park. So, um, Nick, you want to handle number three? Yeah, I definitely will. And it's going to be a little bit of a nod to you guys as well. Oh. Number three for us is park hopping. Yes. Park hopping is 100%, 100% better um, at a park where you can literally walk from one to the next. Yep. And while you can do that kind of with Epcot and Hollywood Studios, I've done it. It's not bad. It's still not as nice as walking from Disneyland to DCA. Yeah. If um, you can throw a baseball and hit the other field, then yeah. it's pretty darn close. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, that's that's a no-brainer that, that park hopping at Disneyland is way better and way more valuable, I think, mm-hmm. an option than it is in uh, Disney because if you're going to – or at Disney World because if you're going to park hop at Disney World, you pretty much have to bank on about a 40-minute minimum. I mean, that's that's yep. like a bare minimum. 40 yep. minutes out of your day, that's gone. Yeah. Any so, transportation, though. Yeah. Regardless. Car, yeah. walking, yeah. monorail, whatever. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Yeah. Because yeah. even if you get on the monorail at Hollywood Studios to go to the – or not monorail, the uh, the Skyliner at Hollywood Studios to go to Epcot, you're still talking. By the time all is said and done, all the transfers are done, yeah. you know, you're 30, 40 minutes into your trip. It's, it's not worth it. I it, agree. I, mean, I shouldn't say it's not worth it, but it's not – I don't park – I don't ever get park hoppers at Disney World if I'm not staying at, like, Beach Club and going to walk into Epcot at night or staying at, like, um, Polly or Bay Lake and I'm going to, like, quickly jump over to to um, Magic Kingdom. I, doing it for the for the point of changing parks in the middle of the day doesn't make sense as much in Disney World as it does in Disneyland. Yeah. So that, that's that. our number three. I agree with that. And I probably, at Wink Wink, at some point, will talk about this on my list as well. Okay. okay. And now if we can just get so Disneyland you, your... to follow suit and drop the park hopping time requirement. Yeah. We would be happy. Time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. oh, it's so weird. Yeah, congrats, by the way. Today's yes. the day, guys. Today's you guys the day. have almost normal park yeah. attendance now. Congrats to you. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky, What's lucky. It now? It's 11 a.m. now? No, it's not right. at all. You guys right. have, oh, for Disneyland? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, nothing. Disneyland is 11. Disney World, yeah. nothing. You and, and you guys don't have reservations anymore either. If you have date-based tickets. <sighs> We're yep. wistful for that. We are. <laughs> we have some stuff that we're very jealous of as well. They're coming up. So Got it. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yep. <laughs> we're even. Is that what you're saying? Okay. <laughs> or your head. <laughs> All right. My number three is quick serve. I think the Disneyland quick serve game is a little bit better than Walt Disney World's, especially if you're comparing straight across Magic Kingdom to Disneyland Park. There's no, there's nothing good at, at Magic Kingdom. I mean... Uh, Sleepy Hollow is that what that where they have the fruit waffle and mm-hmm. the chicken waffle? That's pretty tasty, and coconut yeah. Dole Whip. Everyone knows that I don't understand why you have coconut Dole Whip on the East Coast and we don't have it on the West Coast. Whatever, it's fine, but our quick serve is uh, way coconuts, better. Coconuts explode once they go past the um, the, <laughs> the, the St. Louis River. Arch. It's a little known fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little known fact. Does that have to do with the Universal Studios deal? Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. that was our trade off. Spider Man and Dole Whips. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, our quick serve at Disneyland is far better than Walt Disney World's, in my opinion. I just think we have so many better options. No. I'm not going to say that one of us thought that this should be on the list. I saw the look you guys gave each other. 
Well, I mean, Nick brought it up. He goes, I, quick service. And I just, my response was, eh. But to, to be fair, though, I, I don't disagree, but I don't know if we were there long enough to really make. Well, and you, your family can't eat. I was going to say, and you right. have pretty strict dietary needs, too. Three Does... of the four of us have celiac disease. Right. So we, um, we have to eat gluten-free. So I, I don't, careful. but the other three people in my family do. But I, I do by choice. So whenever we go anywhere, that's kind kind of what we do. But it's really not that different. I mean, if, if we're getting quick service somewhere, like, for example, we were in, I forgot what the name is, a DCA. Pacific it's Wharf. It's not anymore, but now yeah. It's, Pacific Wharf. And, now, now it's, and now it's Cass San, Cafe. San Francisco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, the, like we had Chinese food there that was really good. I mean, it's, you know, burgers essentially just with a gluten-free bun. But I don't, I, I wouldn't say it's bad. I would just say it would be hard for me to really make an argument for that. So when Nick brought that up, it was... I don't feel like I know enough to really make that educated decision, and you do. So I, I wouldn't <laughs> I be able know. to argue it. I have not much to back up. I mean, we right. have no, like, I, a few I, years. I, I think a big I thing at Walt Disney like, like, World churros is churros alone. Yeah. Oh, churros alone. Oh. Don't even get us started. But <laughs> I think a big thing yeah. at Walt Disney World is sit down dining. I think that, you know, when you're headed to Walt Disney World, you make dining reservations at sit down restaurants. And that's a big part of visiting Walt Disney World. And we don't have that as much. Our sit-down game doesn't win. I mean, really, there's, in DCA, what, there's two, three? Three, three. four. And really, I mean, not, none of them are must-do for me. There's one that I don't that I enjoy, and the other three, I don't think I've ever actually eaten any <laughs> of the other three. But, like, quick serve, we can find a good meal quick serve any time of day. Mm-hmm. And there's some pretty good quality dining. And so I tell people all the time when they're panicked, especially Walt Disney World people coming to Disneyland for the first time and they're panicked because they're not able to get reservations at one of the, you know, eight restaurants that are available or whatever. I'm like, don't worry about it. You're going to be just fine. You don't need sit down. Quick serve. So what's the big one? Blue Bayou as far as we've is got, that the, it, mm-hmm. like we, the, the famous one at yeah. Disneyland? So we've yeah. got Blue Bayou, Carnation Cafe, and Cafe Orleans. At Disneyland? At Disneyland. Yes. And that California Adventure, we've got Lamplight Lounge, Carthay Circle. And Wine Country. Wine Country. And I think that's it. I think that's it. So it's like three in each-ish. Mm-hmm. I mean, then there's character dining. So Plaza Inn in the morning is character dining. But... So many okay. good quick serve options. Bengal barbecue, which I'm sure you probably did eat at while you were there, because that's a gluten free option, right? No, you didn't. Um, we did not. I know exactly. That was well. We had a short list of where we wanted to go, and everything was dictated by my kids. Okay. So, um, you know, when we go to the parks, generally, I'm kind of like, all right, we're going to do this ride and this ride because I I memorized the maps before we go, so I kind of know where everything is. And then I let the kids kind of pick and choose what they feel like eating, so they you know they feel like they're part of it. And yeah. Um, that particular day, they were like, nope, I want Chinese food. And we went, okay, that's over here. So okay, yeah. That's kind of how that worked out. But, but that was on my list, and it looked fantastic. Well, good news, Nick. When you visit next year on your way to Hawaii, if it works out for you, there's lots of good quick serve. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm not a quick serve guy at Disney World because I feel like the quick serve game is really Weak. poor. Yeah. Um, so I, I am definitely always doing table service, but like, I love it. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know you do. But, but, I, but the thing is like, uh, he's, he's a foodie and we're like, you know, give me a gluten-free bun and we're fine. And we're on to the next thing. Like, and th- that's kind of what's fun about our podcast is like, we have a lot in common and we have a lot that's opposite. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, is what it is. That's what makes yeah. it work. Perfect. All right. Okay. Katie. All right. Yeah. So my number three kind of got spoiled a little bit. 
but it's churros. And I don't know that I need to add oh. anything onto that. <laughs> Yeah. There's just nothing like a California churro. Um, that's what I've heard. I My kids love churros, and I'm like, these aren't even good churros, guys. No. Like, no. Like, I know. Like, they're just not good. Well, although I will say Nomad Lounge, those those gluten-free churros are legit. Those yeah. are really they were, good. They were great. That's the only time I've had churros was Nomad Lounge in the Animal Kingdom. Uh, I don't know if you know where that is, but yes. it's a small little place right before you go over the bridge yep, yep. to go into uh, Pandora area. I've so we, I've we had, had a them meal there. I've had the churros at Nomad yeah, Lounge, and I still prefer the ones at Disneyland. Oh, oh, I'm not saying they're no, better. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, that yeah. No, nope. I got, I got gotcha. you. Time I've ever had a churro. Yes, I see what you're saying. So if if worse. you need to have a churro at Disney World, that's the place to go. I would say those are the best ones at Disney World Correct. for sure. But okay. Yeah. Our churros at good, Disneyland good are plentiful. Mm-hmm. We've got they're churro everywhere. carts everywhere. And we have specialty churros. You guys mm-hmm. don't get that very. Do you, do you get specialty churros? Maybe, Occasionally, maybe for at the Hollywood Studios. Parties. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. we have specialty churros so all the time. The holiday parties. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Didn't, you, didn't they have like a, a spicy, spicy cheese thing? Yes. Going that on nope. That one doesn't that's, count. That's got to be wrong. That's so wrong. Oh, I know. Yeah. People tried that's it. So wrong. People I know tried it, and they said it was good. Yeah. I think it sounds like nope. <laughs> Yeah, there's some combos yeah. that don't yeah. don't like, sit well, but it's fun to try anyway. Now I want a churro. I know, me too. <laughs> and actually, well, while we're sitting here, I'm checking problem. something probably because our sure. very favorite churro is not a seasonal churro, but it comes and goes. And today is the first day that it's not the holiday <sighs> season at Disneyland. And so I'm checking right now live to see if it's back. It's not. Oh, Dang darn. It. It's the Fluffernutter. Have you heard us talk about oh, it before? Wow. The Fluffernutter. Mm. Oh. I've, I've heard you talk about oh, it. Oh, it's so <laughs> good. It's a special kind of special. It's amazing. So good. Yeah. I mean, just hearing Fluffernutter and <laughs> churro in the same hear. sentence sounds <laughs> delicious. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't argue that one. Yeah. <laughs> it brings back some memories. <laughs> All right. Number two. Number two. I will start with a story. I will lead up to it a little bit. We are at Disneyland, and the four of us are kind of walking around, and I am very excited because we are about to get, and you can't see my shirt, but I'm wearing a Mr. Toad shirt, and I love Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. It was one of my favorite rides growing up as a youngin going to Walt Disney World, and I was so happy I got to go on it again. So I get in line, and it's an outdoor queue, and we're standing there, and um, my wife hits me on the shoulder and goes, oh my God, look! And I look over, and there's Peter Pan. And she goes, what is he doing? And he's running around, like not with any cast member, running around. He runs over to the carousel and just gets on the carousel and is just waving to everybody, jumps off the carousel, running all around. And we're like, that was the coolest thing we've ever seen. Because in Disney World, it's always this line and this queue and it's formal. And I was like, this is just crazy. So we're walking around Fantasyland and then we uh, and then the genie walks by and is waving to us. We walk a couple more feet and there's Gaston. And I was like, hey, Gaston. And we're both like flexing. And it was like just so much fun. Our number two is characters. That's it's a great so one. much better in Disneyland. That is a great one. Yeah, I, I'm so jealous. <laughs> Doesn't it sound awesome. like such a magical place, Nick? <laughs> yes, it does. But like, I get so annoyed when I'm on. I'm scrolling through reels and stuff on our Instagram, trying to like look for content or like talking you know, talking to friends or whatever, you know, podcast friends. And every single time, there's a really cool character interaction. It's like I don't even have to ask where the heck that is because <laughs> yeah. it's not in it's not in Orlando. I can promise you it's not in Orlando. 
I mean, there's good, don't get me wrong. I love our characters, face characters and non-face characters. It's great. But they're with a handler. There's a line. Yeah. They're there for 15 minutes and then they disappear for 30 to, so they don't have heat stroke. Like, <laughs> it's so much better when it's informal the way it is at Disney. Like, every video I see, I'm like, oh, it's so it, And you guys get, like, the better Star Wars characters and the yeah. Marvel stuff. Like, yeah. what the heck? Gosh, the Marvel characters were everywhere. I can't even count the number of Marvel. Oh, characters I have I a saw. I have a reel yeah. on our Instagram adventure. where I was just I didn't even notice it. Somebody saw and pointed it out to me. But I was taking a video of Avengers Campus and Spider Man just is walking with the crowd as as I'm taking this video and I didn't even notice it. I shared the video because I was showing low crowds and he was kind of tucked behind somebody uh-huh. and someone's like, "Look at Spider Man just casually wandering past." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, there he is." We went earlier this year and got off of Indy. And Indy was standing at the exit of the queue with a map, looking at a map like he's trying to find something, and grabbed a kid that was coming out and was like, can you help me find where I'm looking for? And, like, no handler nearby. He's just hanging out at the queue. And, yeah, we have great, oh my. great character I would have loved that as a kid. Yep. Jack Sparrow wanders yeah, around. I told you. Yeah. Uh, They'll ride rides. Come up with some stuff that we're really jealous of. Yeah, yep. yeah. They ride rides. Oh, we so saw I, Alice I and the a... Mad Hatter riding the teacups mm-hmm. and sharing their tea with everyone. They had a little <laughs> stuffed teapot, and he was going around pouring it into everybody's mouths on the teacup ride. So cute. I have a sixteen-year-old uh, daughter who loves Disney, but oftentimes I'll say, "Hey, do you want to go over and get your your picture with this person, or can we get your picture here?" and She's a good kid, but like a lot of times, like, no, dad, you know. Mm-hmm. So we're walking around and we just see Moana just standing over there on the side. And she lit up. She loves Moana. So does Nick's daughter. Yeah. They they kind of bond over that, even though they're different age. But so I said, do you want to get your picture with Moana? You know, half kidding. And she goes, yes. Aww. So like, even though like it was a great moment and she walked over big smile i took her picture with moana and you know obviously it's a it's a cast member it's not actually moana but she was just she was just there and in the moment and loved it and i was just so happy that you can be 16 year old and still enjoy the magic of getting your picture taken with a character well and something i see at disneyland is characters i love that and something i see at disneyland and i don't think i see it as much at walt disney world is and we were actually just talking about this on a recent episode is characters will take kids by the hand and walk through wherever they are and so like my daughter my youngest walked with alice and the mad hatter one time through Fantasyland. And it's not like they picked the cutest kids from the crowd. My daughter looked like she had just woken up and her hair was a mess and her shirt was untucked. And she, But they grabbed her and took her by the hand and we walked and everyone's trying to get pictures. And they paid complete attention to my daughter, who probably was three or four at the time, and walked through Fantasyland with yeah. her. And it's just, it's cool. It's a cool experience at Disneyland for sure. I've seen that one time. That's it. One time I've seen it in Disney World. And that, it, was, it was Peter Pan, but it was... He was running up Main Street and grabbed a kid's hand, and they skipped from, well, from like the the hub up to like around the the lawn there, that the the fake grass there, mm-hmm. like where they where you would sit to watch the fireworks. Yeah. Like that's that was it. That was the one one time. And it, yeah, and it's that was common. COVID now post COVID that yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like the fact that you guys have that all the time. Yeah, I don't know. I'm super jealous, but you know it is what it is. Yeah, character interactions are awesome. I and agree. That's a great one. I can't one. count how many I saw. 
Yeah, I agree with yeah. that. I tried to take pictures just so I remembered. I made a list. Oh, that's right. I came back with a yeah. list of all the characters. Yeah. yeah. Just because I knew I wouldn't remember because there were so many. Yeah, yep. we've done so that before. Number yep. yep. My number two is attractions in general. I know Katie mentioned Space Mountain, and I can also see her list. <laughs> and I know something is <laughs> coming up. I have another up. one, yes. But uh, attractions in general, I think pound for pound, the attractions that Magic Kingdom and Disneyland have or DCA and Hollywood Studios, I feel like we have the better attraction at Disneyland. Hard to argue. Yeah. <laughs> Hard to argue. Well, we we can elaborate now or we can elaborate In later. a moment. Later. <laughs> Let's do it later. Let's yeah, do we'll it later. Elaborate. Yes. Because we'll, uh, <laughs> I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to move on to my number two, which is the Pirates of the Caribbean, which is heads and shoulders above the one at Disney World. And I, I it's not the one at Disney World's fault. It got a little bit, um, you know, it, it was supposed to be bigger and better. Yes, it was supposed to be bigger and better than it is. Yeah. But our our Disneyland version is much, much better. Longer, more, more, uh, the what do they call it? Animatronics, just, you know, more, more, yep. more. The ambiance, I think, yes. is a little bit better more, at Disneyland. More drops. Um, we have yep. a restaurant inside of our Pirates ride, which is really cool. And, yeah, I mm. just love it. But, but do you have Trace Caballeros? <laughs> That's actually very similar. <gasps> yeah, no. The way that they're set up at the inside of the mm-hmm. Mexico Pavilion. I do yeah. love the yeah. Three Caballeros ride. And That's I do one of love, my I want to eat at that you know, restaurant, I do too. too. Yes. I mean, look, I don't think it's a secret that Pirates at Disneyland is the better Pirates. I will say, I don't know if you guys watch the behind the attractions stuff on Disney+. Plus. Of course. But yes. The evolution of pirates across the international parks is so ridiculous. Oh, I agree. I just, Shanghai, I, Shanghai yeah. is mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like oh, unreal. What? I know. Unreal. That is. I just. I want that. Yeah. Want right. That. Well, right. I mean, I don't think that'll end up. I don't think we'll end up being that in necessarily Walt Disney World, but I think they can take that technology and do and something put that into it. something similar. Not mm-hmm. Ratatouille. I want that yeah. in addition. I wouldn't want that to replace what we have already. Right. I love our pirates so much. That oh, that's I a good point. Expand yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. That's that's true. Yeah. Okay. So what's your number one? Because so, I have a feeling it, it piggybacks off this. Yeah. Yeah. Our number one is just straight up rides, rides, rides. Yeah. yeah. Every, you know, I haven't even been there, and I know yep. that, like, you've got the better pirates. You arguably got the better um, small world because of the outside stuff. Now, yes, I, I like, would, I would agree. I like the tra- I like the traditional nature of ours without having any of the IP. Yeah, you but it's just me. It doesn't oh, get away. interesting. And you don't really notice it too much. The IP is there, but it's not. I don't think no, it takes it's not away. in your face. It does in some yeah. other attractions, but maybe not that one. No. You guys don't have a holiday overlay yeah. either, do you? Oh, that's right. We no. Do not. No, Our no, holidays, no. But the holiday when it's great. Here's what I will tell you: I, Rob, and I tried to come up with a list of things that we do better, like as far as rides. Yeah. And the only one we came up with that we share was Haunted Mansion. Ah. Like we prefer this Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. Or I, I mean, I've only had it, but Rob. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm a huge Haunted Mansion guy, and I, I liked it. I enjoyed it, but I, maybe it's just because I'm biased because I'm used to the the Florida version. But I like that it's, it's a different order. And I prefer the order in Florida versus the order of that you go through things in um, Disneyland. I don't know. I don't don't dislike it at all. It's fantastic, and uh, the the overlay is cool. And and that's that's not even really on anybody's list. Is that you have more overlays than we do because we only have Jingle Cruise, I think, <laughs> which, which we used to have. We yeah. used to have that. <laughs> 
I've done it, and it's okay. I mean, I'm, Space Mountain is kind of an overlay. They sure. do they do a holiday overlay for teacups, but yeah, I mean, you guys definitely that. have the better rides. And there are so, more rides uh, per I mean, square foot at Disneyland than there are at Magic Kingdom. I think too that if you count attractions for both parks at ours. I think, and if you're counting things like great moments with Mr. Lincoln and things like that, if you're counting all attractions, mm-hmm. Disneyland and DCA have more attractions total combined than all four parks do in Walt Disney World. We went through the list today when we were talking, and we went through every single ride that is in Magic Kingdom, and we kind of made the comparison to yeah. what it, what what it's equal to in Disneyland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty much everything except for Tron, Tron Seven Dwarfs, Seven Dwarfs Mine mm-hmm. Train, Laugh Floor, uh, La- Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, and Country Bears, which you used to have. Right. right. Yeah. I do love the Laugh yeah. Floor. And I think everything else. Oh no, and Aladdin. You, you yeah. don't. You didn't have Aladdin either. No, you that's need true. Spinner. I mean. Yeah, we love spinners. I mean, like we, <laughs> we, we love them. I mean, I think. I think. I think. Everybody needs five of them in every park. Oh, right? at least. At no, least. I mean, and we're down a spinner right now. Our Astro Orbiter has been completely dismantled right now. So Spinners in every land. Well, <laughs> I, I would love for them to dismantle our Astro Orbiter <laughs> and never have it come back. It is awful. Hey, I just yeah, was thinking. At least you don't have to ride an elevator to get on yours. We should, dear Disney, we should, dear Disney, for the laugh floor, like stage 17. Yeah. That would be awesome back right there. Right next to Monsters, Inc. Yeah. That would be really fun. That's a good idea. Somebody Side somewhere. note. Side note. <laughs> Dear Disney. Yeah, that's, yeah, I agree 100%. Mm-hmm. I think that we've got the better rides. I have one little mini thing that I want to add on that I had on my list separately. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Nick and I agreed it was all kind of part of the same thing that I just wanted to add in. One of the things I think that is kind of part of this, and it's all under the same umbrella, is I think... Disneyland and California Adventure do kids much better. Mm. If you think of Fantasyland, all of Fantasyland, there's way more like of those kind of tame dark rides. Mm-hmm. Um, and then add on Nemo, add on uh, Casey Jr., whatever the name of that boat ride is, mm-hmm. plus all of Toontown. Mm-hmm. That's a ton of stuff for younger kids. So if you have a listener right now who has younger kids and you're not really sure, I would highly recommend Disneyland. And and also, you look at Cars Land, two of those three rides are awesome for kids, too. Yeah. And then a lot of Pixar Pier. I mean, you, you, th- you think the uh, Inside Out ride is great. Um, there's so much that you can do. A Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great stuff for younger kids. So if you have, I mean, like your daughter's age, even your son would still dig a lot of that stuff, even though yeah. he's, he's a little no, bit I'm, older. I'm with you. I, but I'm I wanted sure. to add that in, like, if... if so great for kids and again we went pound for pound park for or florida versus california i think california wins for kids yeah that's I a great point that. i hadn't it really is. thought about that before yep. and then we've got like the redwood creek too where kids can kind of get their wiggles out plus yes. tom sawyer island in and disneyland toontown. and we still have toontown mm-hmm. so yeah right good point yep mm-hmm. Well, my number one already we talked a little bit about, so we don't need to deep dive too much, but hopping. I think hopping is a huge deal at Disneyland, and I tell people the same thing. I tell people all the time, if you're going to Walt Disney World, focus on a park a day. Mm -hmm. You don't need to hop, but at Disneyland, 
I mean, it's hard not to hop at Disneyland because you're just so close right there. Yep. It's you know you know you look at your app and you're like, oh, um, Incredicoaster has a 10 minute wait. Let's hop over and ride it really fast. Where you can't really do that at Disney World. Yeah, and Nick, you talked about how you'll mm-hmm. have a hopper if you're staying near you know Epcot and you can dip in in the evening, or if you're staying near Magic Kingdom and you can dip in in the evening. When California yeah. Adventure closes at 10 o'clock, Disneyland closes at midnight. And so you can walk out and you don't have to go back to your hotel to be close to it. You can just walk right across and spend your last couple of hours at Magic Kingdom or Walt's original Magic <laughs> original. Kingdom, but at Disneyland and, right, yeah. and close yeah. it down. And it's a great way to end the day. So I think hopping is my number one for what's better at Disneyland. Can't argue. Okay, And cool. Katie's last one is my number one. Okay, so... Hear her out. We talk about this a lot, but I love the nostalgia at Disneyland and just the fact that it, we just said it, it's Walt's original park, right? And so you can kind of feel his presence there. Um, Both Aaron and I have gotten to ride the Lilybell train car, which just a whole nother level of history that just doesn't exist at Disney World, which is really fun. Yeah. We're kind of thinking about doing the Walt's Main Street tour where we could go up into his apartment where the panini press that he used to make his sandwiches is still sitting there. So we get, you know, you can walk the places that Walt walked and spend time in the places that he spent time and occasionally meet people who worked with him, you know, who've been there long enough or who still frequent the parks regularly who knew him Mm -hmm. and have stories of him. And lately, it seems like you can get a Bob yeah. Gurr sighting almost, <laughs> almost any day of the week. Day. He spends wow. a lot of time there lately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I can't argue with that. I mean, the nostalgia of the original park, obviously, is is very, uh, very real. And, you know, when you look at the way they've changed Epcot so much and, and you know, part of the whole, like, you know, Walt said it wasn't a, a museum, wasn't meant to be treated like a museum. But at the same time, I think it's really cool that, in a way, Disneyland is, and it, it, and it hasn't changed a ton, and they kind of relegate the newer stuff to DCA. I mean, I know things change in right. Disneyland, but not the way that they change. I mean, it seems like, like who knows, I could wake up tomorrow and, you know, something's changing at, at Walt Disney World. I mean, you know, it, they don't, there's nothing off the table there. Right, right. At Disneyland, I mean, it's almost castle, like things right? get plussed, right? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of the phrase that they right, use. Yeah. They plus things instead of full on changing them mm-hmm. completely. Yeah. I mean, with with the exception of Splash Mountain. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not talking about like your own specific yeah. family's nostalgia for visiting the parks because everybody's got a different experience, right? No, some people not. grew up going to Disney World, some grew up going to land. And so that for your own specific family's nostalgia, I'm not saying Disneyland wins for sure. But for the nostalgia of being the original park, I think it's just got more of a more of that feel to it. What do you think, Rob? I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's sort of part of both of the things that you were talking about. But for me, you know, doing Snow White's Scary Adventures and Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, and those aren't there anymore. It's funny to go to the the entirely different park, and I'm going on the exact same ride, and I'm having these memories from growing up as a little kid, and. I don't know. That to me was was pretty cool. I was so excited just to, I want to do Mr. Toad. I love it. And and the good thing was my my, my kids enjoyed it. They were like, that ride was really good. It was crazy. (laughs) We're flying all over in turns and we were screaming and we, you know, we got hit by a train and like, you know, they they have all these funny, they were screaming the whole time and goofing off. They loved it. That's adorable. I love it. I feel like we agreed, but also maybe not. No, I think we agreed pretty much on everything. Yeah, I think we were pretty close. 
I don't think we had a lot of controversy today. No, no, I feel I like it, guys. Well, I didn't disagree on the food. I just said I didn't have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it sounds like a disagreement, but I'm just being honest. The Robin food discussions always ends with like, yeah, whatever, Rob. You know, <laughs> like two things. Yeah, I'll eat a pile of chicken nuggets and a bowl of rice. There you go. You know, okay. Every day for lunch. Yep. Remind <laughs> our listeners where they can find you guys. Okay, so our, we are available on most streaming sites. We, um, we also have a Patreon that you can go and check out. And on everything, we are Dizlist Pod, except for one, except for the email. Is that right? Email is dizlistpodcast. Dizlist Podcast. Everything else, you can find us at Dizlist Pod. On, we are on Instagram, Twitter, slash X a little bit. Yeah, threads um, a little bit. Threads a little bit. Um, YouTube a little bit. I thought they were going to bring up TikTok. My, my daughter is going to help us run the TikTok. <laughs> I, I tried TikTok. I don't know. She, She's I'm too, old. I'm too old for TikTok. We're most active on Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, we will answer you back. Um, Nick's on it very frequently, so um, if you send a message, he'll probably get back, back to you really, really quickly. Um, what I what I forget? I think that's it. Just you know, the Patreon. You can go Patreon.com/slash/DizlessPod. Free to join and, and follow along. And then um, we do extra episodes, bonus yeah. episodes yeah. on there. Cool. Very cool. So, yeah. That's where cool. we're at. Thank, Thank you guys so yes. much for joining us. It's always a good time when you're here. Yes. And this is your weekly reminder to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. And make sure you're following us on social media at ropedrop.parkhop and our fun discussion group on Facebook, Rope Dropping and Park Hopping. And our Patreon and also. Our Patreon. Join us over there. And we will see you guys next week. Bye.